LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for Gospel Centre Ministry every week. Now, Derek, did you catch the Headingley Test replay the other night on uh, Fox Sports? I didn't. didn't You did not. So, interestingly, they are replaying test matches, you know, over the full five days as though it it, it is or was being played as we talk. And you didn't catch it. No, no. Why? What happened? I can't remember. I, I, I... I didn't watch it. I don't have a Fox subscription. I've cancelled all. all <laughs> Good story. It's a sports. Given that there's no sport on at the moment, uh, it's a terrible thing. Now, the one thing is not brought with you. Uh, brought to you by Fox. It's actually brought to you with thanks by the Geneva Push, the Australian Church Media Network. And we're also proudly part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. You can check out our network page on iTunes, and you can see a whole bunch of quality Christian podcasts. But for now, you've pressed play on Mission during. We're excited to release our newest course with Dave Jensen. Now, you might be thinking, how is that possible? Isn't Dave in isolation because he's just returned from Belfast? Well, you're right. His lovely wife, Sam, has done all of the recording. Dave is taking us through how to do mission during the coronavirus thinking into contacts, connections, and conversions. To get access, go to genevapush.com forward slash COVID-19 or go to the show notes. Now, last episode, we introduced Dave Jensen's uh, Ministry Gid course on mission during COVID. And today, uh, we've got Luther Simons joining us on The One Thing for the first time. Luther, welcome to The One Thing. Scott, Derek, it's great to be here. Now, Luther's the lead pastor of Hope Anglican Church in southwest, southwest Sydney. So I imagine, I imagine you had mission plans and you know, laid out for the, the next sort of nine months. How have, uh, you, yep. yeah, how have you pivoted from those mission plans? What's the same? What's different? Yeah, I, I guess we'll be... The principle is we're trying to think through that like nothing changes, but everything adapts. We were just in going into a season of evangelism, like we were like coming out of our big carols event. We were then, uh, we had this January series that we preached uh, that was friendly to the people bringing their friends to church. We then had this open event, which we've missed right in March. And then that would lead into Easter, lead into our fresh look, you know, Christian Explained type course in uh, late April, early May. I guess that season of evangelism, we're still in it and we're still trying to do it but we're realizing that every single aspect of it needs to not only it needs to be disrupted first and then adapted to a new uh normal so that's what that's what we're trying to do so we're, we're continuing our evangelistic season but we're just pivoting uh and recognizing that the medium changes a lot i think so so what what does it look like i'm interested in checking out uh jesus yeah. How are you following me up? What are, what are you doing to connect me into the church life? Well, at one level, like your biggest audience, you don't know because there are some people who just will use the online platform and won't connect. But we've been trying to think of church, like the key to it, however you do it, the online thing, 
is that there's sort of a, a way of having social interaction. So we've got this virtual morning tea thing where you, you click up on the right and you click through to a Zoom chat room. And one of our Zoom chat rooms is I'm new here. And over the last two weeks, we've had a whole bunch of people who have been new to church and have actually clicked through to the I'm new here chat room. And in there, my wife, Lenore, who's a bit of a, she's just fantastic at running these discussions. She's managed to invite four of the people who have joined that newish, more, you know, virtual chat room into a uh, virtual fresh look course starting in a few weeks' time. If we do online church in a consumer way, like just come and watch this content and don't think about the way that people will connect with it um, and there's no interactivity during it, then I think we might miss the opportunity that, I guess, physical church uh, gives us. Can I ask, okay, can you give us an example of how you're, how you're continuing to try and connect with people and not just um, put things out there? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, one like example of that is like our... Lots of churches have a play group, right? And, and our play group, Little Lambs, did, you know, an Easter online special. It's like their version of play school. And it would have been very easy to just sort of post that on YouTube and parents watch. But we were thinking, oh, no, the key is that uh, we do it live, that they interact during it, the parents, that they post photos, uh, that they go to a sort of virtual online chat afterwards, that next week they still catch up online. Uh, in some way in that and that they do it in the same time of the week because I think parents and families are looking for routines they're looking for um, the connection with the same people that they're used to their kids are missing their friends and if we can provide that same time different medium um, still relationship building uh, not just putting out content then I think that's the principle um, the gospel's got to be there but it's it's the gospel in relationships and so we're trying to think through that through you know, from little lambs through to youth group, through to kids club, through to Sunday. You know that that's the sort of driving principle, if you like. What What about the uh, the longer term uh, follow up? So I've I've said, yep, I want to do a simple Christianity course, or I want to do your follow up course. What What does it look like for the next sort of ten to twenty weeks as you follow someone up, or what What are you anticipating and planning? I should say. First thing is to say that it is possible. I think some people think, oh, I just don't know if it's going to work. And I think part of our role as leaders is helping people be creative and get over some of that timidity and, and think, yes, it is possible. And to just the normal ministry that we do, um, follow up people one-to-one, uh, encourage them to chat to the person who's come new each week over Zoom, to invite to come with them to the virtual online um, Christianity Explained course, uh, to invite them to have dinner with them over chat. It's, it's, and just to acknowledge that it's weird but also that the same principles of going along with someone as they journey towards Christ remains. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Can I, can I ask as you've thought through uh, the pipe, that pipeline afterwards, some people might come in Sunday, yeah. facilitating the connections, thinking through how they might connect to a, a fresh start course and get to know Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Are you seeing people, because it is a time of massive uncertainty, but are you seeing people within mm. the church see what you're doing and build confidence that Jesus mm-hmm. that God is still working. And what are you doing to encourage and nurture that? Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, you know, you can work all this time to build confidence that people will invite their friends to something because they know what they're going to get. Uh, they know if they come on Sunday, 
Um, I can bring a friend because I know that church will be for me, but really friendly to them and will ask questions of them. And now uh, we found the first week with online church, no one really invited anyone because I think they were just waiting to see what it'd be like. Uh, and now, and then I guess gradually over the last week, we built more confidence and people started to invite. So I think we've just got to be realistic that um, our people will, I guess, wait and see to what we're doing a little bit uh, and see if it's something that they're confident to invite their friends to. What, what are you doing to actually increase, you know, the top of the funnel, actually get more people in the room? Yeah, uh, we're trying all sorts of things. Like we're trying to do a massive increase in social media, but it's flooded. So it's really hard. And so that, that, that's, a, that's a, a, a question I had in terms of what sort of non-online ideas, what sort of face-to-face connections as, as, you know, as much as we can do face-to-face yeah. through, through a screen door, you know, through leaving things on a, on, on a letterbox. How much yeah. are you actually thinking or helping your mission teams thinking through how can we, you know, how can we do that? We, you know, we've seen the viral kindness uh, postcards yep. been put in and Facebook closed groups for cul-de-sacs and streets. Uh, what else have you been doing as a uh, as a church? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we've certainly stolen people's ideas in terms of um, uh, using those, you know, Facebook groups for your street. I think that's just such a great way to connect with your neighbours. Uh, but also we've delivered a whole bunch of kids packs to um, both our kids club contacts, but also encourage families to give them to their neighbours, you know, a month worth of stuff to do around the theme of Easter. And our kids leaders are ringing, you know, Zoom chatting all of our uh, kids club contacts that aren't from church, speaking to them and their families. And we've found that families have loved that sort of stuff. Um, just us being in contact with their kids over uh, a sort of online uh, forum over this time. It's been well received, yeah. Luther, I'm going to give you a second to have a think about your one thing. Um, as you uh, do that, uh, Scott, what's in the toolbox today? What have you got top three for mission during COVID? So my top three must-have resources for mission during COVID. Uh, we promoted at the top of the One Thing podcast, Dave's mission course on Ministry Grid. Now that's free until the 30th of June. Uh, that's really helpful for churches to just start thinking through uh, their mission strategy in this, uh, in this time. Uh, there's also heaps of resources on the genevapush.com forward slash COVID-19 page. So check the link in the show notes. And finally, uh, a video from uh, one of our network churches, uh, Hunter Bible Church, just on helping people think about uh, how uh, to do mission during COVID. So we'll put a link uh, to that as well in the show notes. Excellent. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Luther, uh, what is the one thing you reckon people should be taking away when it comes to mission during COVID? I guess the one thing is uh, nothing changes. You know, the gospel is powerful and our mission is urgent. Uh, But in a sense, everything adapts and we need to disrupt first. So think really carefully about how the medium changes, uh, but the mission uh, never will. Luther, great to have you on, mate. Really thankful for what God's done out of hope in the last few years. And uh, we pray for you guys. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. I'm Derek Hanna. I'm Scott Sanders. Chat soon.